Okay. Okay, we look like we're live right there. Make sure, uh, Frankie, do me a favor and check that. Make sure that we have uh, volume on this. Check one, check two. We're already live right now, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, let me, uh, everybody let me know that you can hear this right now. Frankie, check it out and see if they can hear it. Make sure our volume is good. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, go ahead, turn that off. Okay, uh, welcome to Hoodstocks, everybody. Uh, God is good. God is great. We love you guys, man. Like, subscribe. I'm going to play a little music and let everybody tap in right now. Uh, here we go. Yes, sir. Yeah, Hoodstocks. On a Sunday evening. Let's go. baby all right very special episode today first i i need to get through these uh sponsors uh this podcast is brought to you by nicholas rosenberg he's a certified specialist in criminal law attorney rosenberg is based in downtown los angeles uh rosenberg specializes in defending all strike offenses firearm and gang allegations sales of controlled substances for the latest updates go to at Attorney Rosenberg on Instagram and TikTok. Attorney Rosenberg is punching back on criminal cases, okay? Uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Micro Soul Mushroom Booster. Lift the fog, come back into the light. If you're having difficulty from day to day trying to focus on simple tasks and bigger projects, let the Micro Soul Mike. Let the Microsoft Mushroom Booster come and save you. Our booster is powered by Lion's Mane and five other mushrooms. Take a few drops for clarity. Take a few more for harmony. Take even more, and you're on your way to remodeling your brain's wiring, which sometimes we need from past trauma, right? Uh, this is 
legit right here, and I need you guys to mess with this. Uh, make sure to read and follow the recommended dosages on the bottle. This functional mushroom tincture uh, can be safely stacked to your microdosing regimen for a precision boost, all right? So this website is www.cannacomforts.com, and if you use promo code HOOD25, you'll get 25% off, all right? This evening's podcast, we have one of our most important guests to bless this platform to date. Don't play with it. All right. I want everybody to give it up for 10 year old Damien Rosas and his mom, Marlene. Let's go. Damien, thank you so much. Thank you so much for making the time and uh, blessing us with your presence on Hoodstocks. Thank you so much. How are you? How are you feeling? Feeling good. You're feeling good? You just came out the hospital, right? Yes. You've been in the hospital since last night. Yes. And we had to delay the podcast a little bit, being the fact that you were in the, you were, you, your mom admitted you or took you to the hospital. You were admitted in the hospital last night. And mom, why was he admitted in the hospital? Um, he was admitted because um, he was bleeding. Um, we know that his um, platelet level was low. So um, uh, they did warn us that he can eventually just start bleeding and it wouldn't stop. And so we had to rush him in and um, they did a blood transfusion because he did lose quite a, a good amount of blood. And um, we had to wait also for a platelet transfusion, which that took forever to come in. But thank God they got it in and he was transfused. Absolutely. And so you were explaining to me what a platelet transfusion is. And for those that don't know, um, what exactly is that? Uh, platelets is um, what clogs um, his blood to prevent him from um, bleeding. And um, that's the only way that they will stop it. Okay. And so he was admitted in the hospital. You took him to the hospital last night because he, you said he had blood? Yes. He was bleeding from um, inside his mouth. Um, and it just wouldn't stop. It wouldn't stop. Okay. And so for those that don't know, uh, what, what is Damien, uh, fighting right now? Damien's fighting leukemia. He's, uh, has, uh, B cell leukemia. Um, he got diagnosed back in April. Um, I mean, I'm still a little confused about it. I still try to get more information from the doctors. Um, a little more um, explanation on what leukemia is. Um, you, at the time, they gave me so much information, and sometimes I still get confused. But you know, I go back and I always ask, I ask them questions about um, what he's, what you know, goes on with his body. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Sorry about that. The hissing of the mics. Um, let me see. Let me fix this real quick. And so let's talk about uh, the journey leading up to Damien's diagnosis with uh, leukemia. Uh, well, uh, Damien had um, started with symptoms. Uh, uh, his symptoms were um, stomach ache, uh, headache. Uh, they would call me from his school almost daily uh, for me to pick him up because Damien wasn't feeling good. He was always tired. Damien used to play soccer, but eventually Damien had to stop. 
um, because he he just couldn't do it. He was always tired and um, and he just. Uh, sometimes it's hard for me to just speak about it because I just get very emotional. Absolutely, as you, I mean, as you should. I mean, this is kind of like uh, this is a, a like you know the worst case type of scenario of having a child, and I'm a, I'm a father myself, so I I I can imagine the pain, right? That you're going through, you know, and um, I, I get it, you know, I get it most definitely. And so, let's, let's one thing that I wanted to have you two on is just to share a little bit about Damien, like who Damien is, right? You know, um, growing up, I mean, you're ten years old, correct? Yes. And so, what what grade? What grade does that put you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. Yeah. And so what it, what is, what is, like, how has it, I mean, for a 10-year-old kid to know that he is fighting something, that is fighting a disease like this, I mean, what crosses your mind, you know, how do you, how do you feel about it? Like, how does it affect you? You know, what are the thoughts that are going on in your head? Yeah, I just want it. On, so I could go back to playing soccer and to my normal life. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, what are what are things that that you like doing? What are you into? You know, besides soccer. You know, do you have do you have brothers and sisters? Yes. Yeah. Who who are your brothers and sisters? Um. I mean, what what ages are they? You know. Um. One is ten, and one is twelve. And one is 14, and the other one is 19. 19. Okay, so you got a... Your sister's um, 11. Oh, she's, I thought she was 10. You're 10. 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get a little confused. No, it's okay. I confuse it. You have so many siblings. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hard to keep track of them sometimes. You know, I'm sure sometimes you might forget their names. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and so what I wanted to have you on is just for people to get to know you, you know, get to know you and so they can come together and support your journey through this battle of leukemia, you know. And so, I mean, we'll make it real easy. I went and I told mom, I said, we're going to make it real easy. We'll make it fun. Like, what's your favorite movie? Probably Jurassic World. Jurassic World? I mean, are you in the dinosaurs? Yes, a lot. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, Spinosaurus. A Spinosaurus Rex? Or did I just, uh, did I add a little to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so what is, what is a Spinosaurus? What, is, what, is the, what do those dinosaurs look like? It's like a sea and land type of dinosaur. It's, it kind of looks like a crocodile. Wow. Okay. Man, after this, I'm going to have to look one of those up. Is, and is it a real, like, dinosaur that was in the prehistoric age? Yeah. Spinosaurus. Okay. And it was it was a combination of sea and land, huh? Yes. Man. Can you Sometimes it would eat sharks. It would eat yeah. sharks? Yeah. That's a, that's a bad <laughs> dude right there, huh? Yeah. That's a bad dude right there, man, if you can eat sharks. 
You're special. Yeah. And what kind of uh, what kind of music you like? What are you into? You listen to music? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what do you, what do you like when it turns on and makes you kind of like, you know, want to get your little boogie on, or it kind of makes you bob your head a little bit? What kind of music do you like? I don't really know how to explain it, but just like any type that would just like. I can't. Really it's okay. Yeah, no worries. Any anything that just kind of like connects with your soul and it makes you just feel good, right? Yeah. I mean, music is made to like for us to connect with like a frequency, right? That we connect with and we're like, oh, like we gravitate towards that sound, right? Mm. Absolutely. What's your favorite food? Spaghetti or like pizza, like any type. Yeah, I mean, I love spaghetti. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was when I was a kid, my mom used to always make spaghetti. I think we would have spaghetti like uh, maybe like three or four times out the week. Wow! <laughs> and I remember having. I used to sit in my high chair, and and I would get tortillas with the spaghetti and Kool Aid. Oh yeah! Right? <laughs> we would like eat tortillas with oh, spaghetti. Oh, Rick just pulled it up. Oh. I didn't know that was land and sea, bro. I've seen that dude before, the Spinosaurus, and it makes sense because look at his spine, right? right? Yeah, that is that is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's cool when kids get into stuff like that, like dinosaurs, right? Yeah. You know, what else? What else do you like? What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. I like blue. Yeah. yeah. Dodger blue, baby. <laughs> you got the Dodger hat on, right? Yeah. What's your favorite team? Mexico or LA Galaxy? Yeah, okay. It's soccer. You about that soccer? I got you. I got you because you play it too, so you understand it. You understand it. And so, how how old was uh, Damien? How long? When did you get the diagnosis? He's ten years old right now. How long has he been on this journey? Um, it's been about half a year because he got diagnosed back in April. April. So April, April this year? Yes, April this year. Wow, so yeah, uh, April this year. So it's pretty uh it's pretty new, huh? Yes. And what is that I mean, how what has that done to your family? You know, um I mean, has it has it really just turned everything upside down? It really has, honestly, to be honest, it just it took a big turn everything I mean from the moment that you know he got diagnosed um, my husband automatically automatically took a leave from work you know because I mean just to hear the word cancer when they tell you you know your son has cancer and they just drop it to you like nothing like just walk in the room and say your son has cancer I mean as a parent what what do you do? Like my blood just dropped to the floor and I started crying and I said, what, what can I expect from this? You know, like, I don't know what to expect. I'm like, you know, cancer, cancer, like, is he gonna die? You know, that was my first thought. And I start crying and I tell my husband, what are we gonna do? How do, how do we explain this to Damien? You know, they pulled us out of the room while Damien's still in the room. and. Um, and I walk in and he says, mom, what's wrong? And I tell him nothing, you know, like everything is fine, but you know, he can see it in me that, you know, something is wrong. And I tell my husband like, how do, 
how do we explain this to him, you know? How is he gonna react when we tell him, you know, you, you, you have cancer? And, um, but, you know, he's, Damien is very, I can say for being a 10 year old, he's pretty understanding, he's pretty mature, you know? Um, he, we explained everything with the help of um, nurses from the hospital. And Damien's like, okay, mom, you know, we're, we're gonna get through this. And I said, yeah, we are, you know, we're gonna fight this together as a family that we are, you know, we're, we're not gonna give up. So he's telling you this. He's telling me this and I'm just like, wow. I mean, what, what, gives, you, what gives you strength and hope? Just to believe and just keep on doing what they say. What's your doctor say? Just to like, um, like, don't give up and just keep on taking everything they prefer for me. Absolutely. I mean, for a ten-year-old, for a ten-year-old to have to go through something like this. Um, it's just not normal, right? It's not normal. But I think when you get through this, it's gonna, when you, when you get past this and you get cured, it's gonna make you a different person growing up and you're gonna understand the value of life. I mean, you know, as a kid, right? We don't understand, like, as kids don't understand the value of life. They just know what it is to be a kid, right? And so for a kid now at 10 years old to start having to think about life and death, it almost doesn't make sense. And maybe sometimes parents might think, you know, what kind of God would do this, right? Are you a religious person? Yes, I'm, I'm Catholic. I mean, um, I do believe in God. Um, I don't, I'm gonna be honest, I don't really go to church, but you know, I always, I, I pray, you know, and tell Damien, you, you know, every night you pray, you ask God for, you know, for healing. Um, and you know, just leave everything in, in his hands and you know, he's, he's gonna take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe God, you know, will take care of you. You know, you just have to be, you know, you have to be strong, you know, and it's going to be a little battle. Listen to, you know, listen to the doctors, do what the doctors. I mean, uh, when it comes to uh, Damien, I mean, does he have, I'm not trying to pry into personal stuff, but is he uh, insurance? Is he good on insurance and stuff like that? Because like, there's a lot of battles that parents have to uh, face when their child has to go through an the inevitable like this, right? You know, something that you were never expecting, right? You right. know, we're just doing Hot Pockets and cartoons and we're living life and we're doing our thing and then all of a sudden you get faced with the cold reality of this. Um, is he, uh, does he have, is he good with insurance and everything? Um, well, um, he, he has Medi-Cal. Okay. We don't have like any type of private insurance, but I mean, as far as, you know, whatever he has right now, it, it you know, it's it's doing its work. It's you know getting it's his absolutely. Health, the, you know the the care that he needs. Absolutely, yeah. 
And it's got to be it's got to be tough for you, like you know, going in and out of these hospitals, right? Like, how do you feel about that going out of the hospitals? Just like sad, mad because like I mostly want to stay home and like go outside and just stay with my family. Yeah, it's throwing a monkey wrench and everything that you're trying to do, right? You're like, man, I want to go outside and play with everybody else, and I got to go to the hospital and do this and that. You know, but it's it's gonna this is gonna this is gonna mold you into a soldier, into a warrior, and sometimes uh, I believe that God gives uh, certain ones, you know, a certain struggle for them to become something greater in life, right? You know, what do you you what would you like to when you get older? What would you like to be? What's your, what would profession would you like to do? Maybe to be like a professional soccer player. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. What team would you like to play for? Yeah. Um, like probably any team. Yeah, any team that's going to give you a good paycheck, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take care of you, mama and daddy, right? Yeah. I mean, what position would you play in the soccer field? Probably goalkeeper or striker. Yeah, absolutely. I think those. That, I mean, I'm not real fluent with soccer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Laker guy. But uh, the striker would be the person making the goals, right? And then obviously the goalkeeper is the one that's keeping the team from winning, right? Yeah. So it's probably two of the most important players on the on the field. He is a good goalkeeper. I mean, he, he did win a championship, and he was the MVP player. The um, How many trophies did you win? Four. Four trophies, huh? Four trophies. Wow. got to give a round of applause on that one. Man. And this is going to be your biggest trophy you're going to win, and this is the trophy of, of, of life and survival, right? You know, you're gonna you're gonna get this biggest trophy ever after you fight this and you, and you win this, which you will. And a lot of people are behind you and they're rooting for you, including myself and all those guys that were back there, right? You know, we uh, you know we we care about you and we want we want to support you in any way we can. You know, um, and so one day you can you know you can be the professional soccer player. You know, and, and, and I commend you on, on being strong. And I mean, for a 10 year old to tell mom, hey, everything's going to be all right. I mean, you, you made a little different. You ain't the average 10 year old, huh? You're a little different. Did you say you're a little different? Mm -hmm. you, might, you, you, might be a little, you might be an undercover superhero, <laughs> you know, showing everybody else, hey, if I can yes. do it, you can do it. I mean, when you go into these hospital floors, and I'll ask mom this, is there is it a hospital floor of of kids that are fighting the same? Yes, uh, it's the fifth floor at Chalk, which is the oncology floor, and that's where all the cancer patients are. Okay, and um, and so what is the what are the doctors suggesting? You know, is it a chemo thing? I mean, how, how does that how does that work for the ones that don't know? I know you're just getting educated on yourself, right? 
I mean, but what kind of information are they giving you? Um, oh, you got me there. I don't know how to explain it, but... Um, it's probably a lot of information that I wouldn't even get right now, right? I, a lot of uh, rhetoric that we're not used to. It's not everyday yeah. talk, right? I still... I, trust me, I have a folder where they give me... Every time we take them to the doctor and we get discharged, it's like papers that tell me the medication that was infused. Um, the side effects, everything, and I still go back and read over it because it's just like it's so much information. And then it's hard because, you know, I have to get all that information and then take it back to Dad and explain the whole thing to him. And sometimes I'm like, wait, give me a minute. Hold on, let me refresh. What were you doing before this? Are you a full-time mom? Uh, right now I am. Before, the, before um, Damien was diagnosed, I was working. But after him being diagnosed, I just, I, I had to step down from work. And so how are you guys with your bills right now? Um, well, uh, we're still a little behind. I don't want to say too much, but, you know, we did get some help from other supporters. Yeah. Um, other foundations like, you know, Local Hearts Foundation, um, yeah. Tito, the Hood Santa. Shout, um, yeah, sh shout out to him and shout out to Big Sleeps because yes. honestly, it, it, I'll, t I'll say this. So I've seen Big Sleeps, legendary artist, right? And I hope one day to have him on this podcast. But I saw him post, how did I come upon you guys? I'll, I'll let the audience know right now. I saw Sleeps post what him and Hood Santa were doing. And, you know, myself having this platform... You know, I said, how can I help? You know, and I left a comment. You replied. We connected. You know, <coughs> and so you have a GoFundMe going. Is that correct? Yes. And and what? And I'll leave the GoFundMe in the link right here, so the Hoodstocks community can all pitch in. Okay. They can all pitch in on this. You know, and you know, what I told you on the phone is. I told Marlene, I said, Marlene, check it out. Sometimes we do these interviews so the people in the world can get to know Damien, right? Right. And, and, and sometimes when people sit here on a podcast like this, and after the podcast they feel connection with the individual, and they feel like they know him because why they talked about their life, you know what I mean? They heard the, vo they heard the words coming out your mouth, this young man's mouth, you know? And, and they build a connection, you know, that's the way the world works, you know. And so I wanted to have you on, on this platform, um, utilize this platform for you guys to share your story, you know. And um, I usually don't do a lot of, of, of these type of interviews, but this is 1,000% necessary, you know. It's not because it's Christmas and everybody's trying to give back and all this. Like, hell no. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can be in the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? We're going to do this no matter what because this is Hoodstocks and we take care of our community community to the best of our ability, you know? And 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 so anyways, back to getting to know um, Damien. I mean, what, what else is there to know about Damien, right? You know, I mean, you're probably the average 10-year-old kid 
well, not the average, the super, the average superhero 10-year-old kid that loves, I bet you love hot Cheetos, right? Like, who doesn't, <laughs> like, what 10-year-old kid doesn't love hot Cheetos? My, man, if I ever met a 10-year-old kid that doesn't love hot Cheetos, man, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lock him out the door, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, do you love hot Cheetos? Yeah. Wait, what, what, what's your favorite Mexican dish? Let me ask you another one. What's your favorite food that mom makes you? Oh, spaghetti. Okay, back to the spaghetti. <laughs> hey, so well, let's ask mom this. What is the spaghetti sauce mom uses? The prego. The prego? Okay, you about the prego? Yeah. I'm about the ragu. I don't know why. Uh, me too, but you know what? Um, it kind of, um, he was getting like a lot of heartburn with it. So I kind of just like try to switch it up a little bit, but it's also medication-wise. Um, uh, his chemo seems to have an effect on whatever he eats. The food tastes different to him. Wow! So sometimes I have to switch it up. Yeah, and so I noticed that you have a tube. You have a tube going in your your nose, and so what 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 is the tube for? The tube. Um, it's called the NG tube. Uh, tube was placed. Um, because Damien, uh, like I said, he does take oral chemo at home. Damien was refusing oral chemo. The reason why, I've never tried, I never tasted it, um, but Damien said it was disgusting. Um, he would throw up, uh, He and he refused it for maybe, I can say like two weeks straight, he wasn't doing it, he wasn't taking it, so the only option was to get the NG tube in place and that's how we administer his medication okay all through the tube to the tube and so for those that don't know right how would you Damien how would you explain the way that 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 chemo takes it's a fluid uh it's in a uh they did give it to me in a liquid version of it but then um he didn't he didn't want it so they switched it up to pills but even like that um we tried it with different things. Like I can say that he liked it with the Hershey's uh, chocolate syrup. We would just mix it, mix it up in there, <laughs> and it worked for a, a few weeks. But after that, like I said, he got tired of it, and he was just like, "No, no more." So, um, I don't know. He just says it it burns the inside of his mouth, and of course, it's chemo. I have to use gloves when I crush it because I can't get it in in my hands. Why can't you get it in your hands? Um, they say it. it Doctors tell me, pharmacists, that it's very toxic. So, and not only that, it's just like I would be exposing myself to getting medication in my body that my body doesn't need because I'm not fighting what he's fighting, which okay. is the leukemia. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, how does how does it how do your siblings feel? Your brothers and your sisters. You know, I'm sure it it it. it can potentially, I mean, it takes a toll on the whole family, right? Yes. You know, and 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 it must be hard for mom and dad because there's other kids that need, you know, they need attention too, you know. But maybe they they may not be getting all that because we need to focus on what's in front of us, which is beating this, right? Which we're gonna beat this. Why? You a superhero, baby. You know what I mean, you got this, and everybody's rooting for you. But like, how, does it affect? Obviously, it does. You know what I mean? Um, as parents, 
I mean, is that is that something to uh, speak on or talk about a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it it does affect you know. Um, my other kids are very understanding though that you know, um, Damien needs all the attention that he can get right now. Um, I have my oldest son, which is uh, 19 years old, and uh, he's he's like their I can say their second dad. Yeah. And uh, like today, while we were at the hospital since last night, um, my son doesn't live with us. My oldest son, um, but. He was there with them last night. He says, Mom, you know, I have work tomorrow, but, you know, I'm going to stay there with them. You know, whenever you need me, um, I'm going to help you. You know, I'm here, so don't worry. Um, but also I know it's it, it took a, a big effect on him too, which um, he has to go to a psychologist, and he's getting therapy. So what's going on with this little bro? Yep. Um, you know, he just like, uh, he didn't speak to me about it until like, maybe I can say last week, I found out that he was going to therapy. And that's because I, you know, I, I have access to his bank account. And I said, hey, you know, what's, what's, you know, what did you pay all this money for? And he says, well, you know, I'm getting therapy. And, you know, I, I you know, this isn't easy for me. He's paying out of his pocket for he therapy. out of his pocket. And, and that, when I seen that, I'm, I'm going to say it broke me because, you know, my son has never asked us for help. Um, he started working on his own, you know, he, he found a job, he started paying for his own school, for his, you know, he's going to um, community college. And, you know, he's never asked us for help. But, you know, when I, when I see this and I'm like, wow, you know, like, <sighs> I wish... I wish I can, I can help him, you know, but it's just, it's, it's been hard. Yeah, and you, so, like I said again, you have a GoFundMe. We're going to share it in the description right here, you know, but what, what is the GoFundMe link? Do you, do you know the GoFundMe link so we can just say it out um, loud? It's right? under My Hero Damien. My Hero Damien on yes. GoFundMe? Yes, on GoFundMe. My Hero Damien on GoFundMe. You guys go there, man. And uh, you help this family out, man, you know. And I'm not going to tell you anything that I'm not going to do myself, you know, 1,000%. I mean, what, what, is, what, is, what is your oldest son, uh, the 19-year-old's name? His name is Osvaldo. Osvaldo? Osvaldo. Stay strong. Stay strong, my G. Stay strong, you know. And so... How it how Damien, how is this like obviously you can't I mean you got these doctor's appointments with a pain in the butt. I mean, do you like playing video games? Yes. And 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 the Highland Park Mongols got you a new PlayStation. Do you have a PlayStation already? Uh I have a PS four. What did they get you? A PS five. Ooh, baby. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to the Highland Park Mongols, man. They are all in the back. And they bless this boy right here, this Team Damien right here with, I mean, with some cool stuff. They got you the PS5, man. Like, how does it feel when you have so many people rooting for you? I mean, does it does it give you strength to wake up to the next day and say, hey, I got this? You got to tell yourself, right? Yeah. Like, it feels 
good because like like sometimes like I don't know why but I kind of like feel lonely like I have no one to talk about and I especially my fr any friends because um, most of them don't even know um, I have what I have. Why do you because it's so new so it's not something that that you tell them I mean are you in school right now? Um, yes, but I just do online, online Zoom. So you kind of lost contact with your friends, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it just, um, that one day they, they <coughs> called me, um, from the hospital to give me his lab results and told me that I, I need, to, I needed to rush Damien to chalk. Um, he was actually already in the nurse's office waiting for me because, um, he was feeling sick. And um, I remember that day I picked him up and Damien, he couldn't even walk. And I said, what do I do? Like, I felt so helpless. Like, I didn't know what to do. Just looking at him, I said, you know, why, why does he have to be going through this? Like, but you know, at the time, I, don't, I, I didn't even know what was going on. I'm just like, why is he so sick? Like, you know, but I had already, um, I had Googled it, honestly. I, I, I Googled like I all his symptoms, and I told my husband, I remember telling my husband, I said, you know what, all his symptoms lead to him having leukemia, I said. But I don't, I don't wanna keep thinking about it, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't, but you know, it, it, it did end up being leukemia. But um, like I said, Damien went home, um, he didn't even get to say bye to his friends. And um, he, ever since then, you know, he, he lost contact with, with friends and hasn't been in contact with any, any of his friends. And they do always ask my other children because they go to the same school, you know, where's Damien? How come he's not in school? But my other kids don't say nothing. They're like, you know, he just, he's sick. He can't come to school, but they don't know what's going on with him. Hmm. That's, that's, that's tough. It's tough, right? Um, as a as a ten year old, right? These are, like I said earlier, these are things that we don't ever t think about as a ten year old, right? You know, about tomorrow, right? Because as a ten year old, tomorrow is always, you know, every day is guaranteed, right? You know, so I mean, what has this? What, what does this have you thinking about, you know? Um, this might be a bad question, um, and bear with me because I don't always do these, uh, these type of interviews, you know? Um, but, you know, as, when we're younger, you know, the, the we, we, like, it, it, you value your life like it, it I'm sorry um, let me let me let me ask a different question I apologize um, let's make it a little bit easier let's not make it so complicated it's complicated enough huh right you know I mean it's, you know we just like man it's just the less complication the better huh yeah right the the less worry the better right 
you know. Um, I've been I've been down a little bit of this road with uh, my little sister, so I have a little bit of a I have a little bit of emotional experience with this, if that is the correct way to say it, right? You know, and and it's it's not easy. I mean, these conversations are not easy. Um, this interview is 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 not easy. And I, and I told mom I, I, I wanted to make it fun, right? You know, and so let's make it fun, right? You just had pizza right now. Was it good pizza? What kind of pizza yeah. do they have out there? I think just, oh, they have pepperoni and cheese. Who, who, from what pizza company? Um, Little Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> Cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Little Caesars. You know why I hate Little Caesars? Because it gives me the worst heartburn. But I'm an old, not an old man. I'm 45 years old. You know, and after a while, you know, when you, I'm 45 years old. So like after a while, I gotta watch what I eat. I mean, like nothing goes down the same way. You know, like I eat the Little Caesars. My kids love Little Caesars. I have a six-year-old. I have a seven-year-old. I have uh, Amory, she's 15 years old. They love Caesars. Um, and uh, Little Caesars is good, right? You like, do you like the, uh, what do they got, the breadsticks? The Little uh, Caesars breadsticks? What's your favorite video game? Um, like Call of Duty and FIFA and like Fortnite. <laughs> Call of Duty, that's fun, huh? Yeah. Honestly? I am so outdated, you know. I have uh, a, like an old school, not an old school. I have a new school Nintendo where I play Super Mario Brothers, you know, because the new video games are so hard. Like there's so much going on, <laughs> right? Like, but it's nothing to you, right? Because you were you raised up in that, you know. I was just, I'm used to just doing the burn, 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 you know, Super Mario Brothers, and just easy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know. Um, and then the Call of Duty, you just like, you like the big dog on there, right? You got the guns, you spraying everything up. Yeah, I, I get it because, like, in the 90s, they didn't really have this much technology. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> put, put these little youngsters up on game. Put these little guys on game. I mean, Call of Duty, there's so much. It's, it's really, like, technical, right? I mean, you, you got to get different guns, and you got to go on missions. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. You like killing on those games? Spraying everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> you ever have a teammate and just get them too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, online, online, yeah. online, huh? Do you have the online one? Yeah. You got to watch out because there's some grown men on that oh, online, you, huh? These guys are the pros. The yeah, I get online, I don't even last because these kids are like 10, 9. Killing me. Killing you. Me. Yeah. K9. <laughs> getting these, look at these guys right here. Killing them in their own games. That's, that's, that's good, man. got to get on the Call it's, of it's, Duty for the PS5. Yeah? Yeah. I, it's just, it's really, it's complicated. I might need Damien to roll up to my crib yeah. and put me up on some game. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what are, you know what? You know what I love? I love having this with my kids. I love conversations. Right? Are conversations good? 
Are they? Do you do you enjoy having conversation with mom? Sometimes. Yeah. What do you talk, What do you like talking about with mom? Like. Is she your best friend? Yeah. She's she's kind of like your rock, right? Mm -hmm. Like if 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 anything's bothering you, is she your go-to person, mom? Yes. What about dad? Yes. He's kind of like on the, you know what I mean? What's going on with Dad? I mean, go ahead and say it. No. <laughs> I'm just playing. Dad's right there. He's looking at me just like. <laughs> get you, lucky. <laughs> but, 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 you know, moms are so always easy to talk to, right? Yeah, moms are so always easy to talk to because they're loving. Look at your mom. Your mom looks like the most lovingest person in the world. Like, I, honestly, after this podcast, I'm going to talk to her about some of my problems. You know? <laughs> like, she don't need to hear anymore, right? <laughs> you know? How do you feel when you, uh, when you go out there to all these people? I mean, you've had a lot of love from a lot of people, right? Like, and you're going into these you're going into all these like new environments. We'll call them new environments, new settings, right? And, and people are just really like embraced you. I mean, how does that feel? It like actually feels very great. Cause like it feels like, like new friends kind of. And hey, we need friends. And that's exactly what it is. If it's big sleeps, if it's hood Santa, if it's those crazy Mongols out there, the Highland Park <laughs> Mongols, like, dude, you got the greatest army in L.A. behind you that are rooting for you. And that's, I would say, that's got to feel amazing as a 10-year-old kid to be known that I can't be messed with. You come mess with me, you got to deal with these dudes. <laughs> I'll make one phone call right now, bro. What'd you say <laughs> about my sister? <laughs> Bro, you got keys to the city right now. That is, that's gotta feel good and it's gotta help you through your journey. I'm sure it, I'm, I'm sure it, it is and it will, right? Yeah. You know, and um, what's your favorite shoes? I'm a shoe dude. Do you, are, do you have favorite shoes? Not really. No. I, just, I just wear anything. What you got on? Oh, you got bands on, baby. That's my go-tos right there. Uh, and you got the Velcros. You ain't got to even tie the laces. <laughs> I hate tying laces. Yeah. But if I, write, if, if I wear Velcros at 45 years old, you know what's going to happen to me? They're going to talk smack about me. They're going to clown me. K-9's going to be on. <laughs> K-9's going to be all over me. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? One trip. If you could take your family to one trip, where would you go? Probably Hawaii. It looks oh. like very peaceful with like a lot of beautiful beaches. Okay. And it just looks fun. Let's make that happen. Yes, sir. Let's make that happen. That. What's the goal for me again? Uh, my hero, Damien. My hero, Damien. Check it out. Damien wants to go to Hawaii. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen, you know? But check it out. If you go to Hawaii, I don't want to see your dad trotting around in a little Speedo, okay? <laughs> he could be really feeling himself in a little Speedo, you know what I mean? You know? But I want to see mom with a nice little, you know, a little island liquor, little, you know, with the umbrella and all that stuff. Yeah. 
It would be fun to see your, 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 your mom and your dad and your sisters and brothers happy, huh? Do you like the beach? Yeah. I love the beach. You know what I love about the beach? The sun. Yeah. What else do I love about the beach? The water. Yeah. But you know why? Because it's, 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 it's bigger than life. That ocean, when you see that ocean, you're just like, whoa. It's like endless. It's endless, exactly. And that's one thing that you can't beat up. Have you ever gone and got on those waves on a boogie board and they smacked you all over the goddamn place? Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know how many how many tough guys I see at the beach get smacked all over the place and walk out all just lopsided? <laughs> you got smacked to the bottom, to the top. Like, the ocean is the power of the world, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. That is a, just a crazy, like, entity, right? Like, but I love it because it represents freedom, you know? It represents just, uh, it gives me such a peaceful point of view in life. Like, you just sit there and you just watch the ocean and the waves, right? Like, the God's creation. It's, it's really peaceful. I love it. And I know why you love it, too. And we need to get you to Hawaii. We need to get you to Hawaii. And I want to see you with those little little Hawaiian dancers, <laughs> the little skirts, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Would you like that? We going to get you to Hawaii. I promise you that. I promise you. We got the Goonies right here. This, and we call the Goonies. Have you ever seen the movie uh, The Goonies? No. So The Goonies, oh, it's, an, it's an old school movie, and I'm sure Mom was at the movie theater to see it. <laughs> Maybe she's not that old. Okay. <laughs> Mom, we know the Goonies, right? The movie? No. What oh. the? No, honestly, no. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you guys gotta watch it. Good movie. Yeah. Would you guys Classic. go home? When you go home tonight or tomorrow, whenever you have free time, watch the movie The Goonies. Classic. And, and it's a classic movie, and it's a representation of this platform. You know? You know, we're all... We're at we're we're just like we're on an adventure, right? And if we stick together, we can get through it. You know, that's the representation of these group of kids. You know, curious, don't know what's ahead of them, but they believe they can get through it and they can get to the end and they can survive it. You know, yeah. and 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 you will do this with this, with what you're doing right now. You will survive this. You will get through this. And this will make, and this is just, this is, this is going to empower you to be one of the greatest people in this world. If it's a soccer player, if it's whatever your endeavors might lead you to, this is going to empower you. You know what struggle does? What struggle has done to me and to some of these gentlemen right here? It's empowered us. It's taught us lessons. It's, it's it, hard lessons. You know, but, you know, life is life is cruel sometimes. You know, sometimes life doesn't make sense, you know. But at the end of the day, when you beat this leukemia, this cancer, it will make, the, it will be clear as day, you know. And um, I know you've had a long day at the hospital, a long night at the hospital. 
I know mom is tired and I don't want to keep you too long right here, but I just want to let you know, Damien, that right here, we support you and we got you. Anything you need, mom has my direct number, we got you, you know? However we can help you out. Um, mom, any hard times of anything, we're gonna, we're gonna flood the, the GoFundMe, you know? Uh, but any hard times of anything, please reach out to me, you know? And I really, really value your guys' time today. Like, you guys came straight from the hospital after spending a night there. Wow. No. You know, mom was like, I'm, I'm like, I don't feel like, I don't, like, you weren't up to this. Uh, honestly, I haven't slept, but I, I did want to come here. You know, something just, God told me, go, you, you have to go here. And God don't lie either, yeah. you know. And I'm I'm not the, I'm not a perfect person, you know. And and I don't. Let me tell you a little bit a little bit about myself. I'm far from perfect, but my intentions are pure, one thousand percent. You know, this isn't for likes. This isn't for views. This is this is showing the world uh, that we can come together and support our community. And, and, and do better, and we need to uh, reevaluate where we put our energy at, you know, because you know what? The, I was gonna have somebody on here that was worried about a picture, you know? And I'm glad that went bad and that we got this right here because this was meant to be, you know? And, and uh, you know what? I tell everybody this, and some people are like, how do you tell them that? But I, I'll say this, I love you guys, and people are like, you don't even know him. How are you going to tell me you love you? But I tell everybody that. Hey, I love you. And I, and I mean that in the most purest form. You know what I mean? Like we were giving away turkey. Hey, I love you. You know? And people always act weird about that. Like, you tell me you love you. You don't love him. You don't even know him. You know? But like, I mean, does love need to really know? You know what I mean? If you really care for their well-being and hope that they have a, a, a good life and good health and a good Thanksgiving meal or whatever the situation might be, right? You know? And, um... I just want to let mom, dad, Damien know we got your back on anything you guys might need. We will try to the best of the ability to make happen. Damien, ending this right now, and I'm going to start with you and then I'll end it with mom. But what would you like, if there was, if there's other kids or if there's other grown people that are fighting the same disease that you're fighting, what would you like to tell them? Um, can you like, repeat the last, yeah. the, like, last part? Absolutely. So if there, if there's other people in your situation, if they're young or old, would you like to give them a message? Um, yeah, maybe just like, um, that I've been through the same situation and it's gonna be hard but just keep on going because at first when I got diagnosed um I felt like super weak like I had like no strength because I, I will always be tired in my legs like would always hurt but then like when we started treatment like the medicine give me 
good strength to like finally wake up and to walk and run because at first I couldn't run, jump. I like I felt like I could only just stand up and just walk and just lay down, but um, I couldn't even play my PlayStation or um, tablet. But like the medicine, like at first, like it was like um, super like disgusting. But like I had no choice, and I still had to drink it. And like I kind of just wanted to stop taking it, but I knew like there's like no other option that I'm still gonna have to do this either way. So, I just started trying to calm myself down and just, like, calm down and try drinking it. But even though, like, um, I would throw up, like, the next day I would keep on try and try. And then uh, I would drink it, but then I would, like, feel like throwing up and sometimes I would throw up but sometimes I really have to throw up but then I would just try holding holding it in and I would like get like probably like an icy pop or ice cream because like it felt like it calmed down my stomach so like I would just tell my mom to get me one of those and I wouldn't I, sometimes I would lay down, but most likely I'll mostly sit down, get a blanket, and just sit down comfortably, get my body like reset and calm again. And then, yeah, I would, I would be normal again. Absolutely. How about this? Let me ask you this. Help me out with that one time, bro. The neighbor right there, please. Someone turn that shit. Excuse my language. Turn that down. Studios right here. Everybody wants to be a rap superstar right here. <laughs> Some will be, but a lot won't. <laughs> um, I was once one of those dudes, <laughs> so I know how it feels. Um, what about what about kids? that are healthy. What about kids that are healthy? Let's give them some advice, but they're just, they don't appreciate life, right? They don't appreciate life, you know? And this is giving you a newfound appreciation for life, correct? Mm -hmm. And so if you can give some advice to kids that are just like kind of crabby kids, complaining about petty stuff, what would you tell them about Appreciating life. Um, just like maybe like um, like just calming down and like appreciating stuff because like at first I was like um, I was kind of like a like a little complaining, but then like just like. There was always be this type of feeling 
like when um, at first I like couldn't take any jokes or pranks and I would always get my brothers in trouble for always doing that. Like just seeing them crying and like just like um, just like that, it just made me feel like um, super bad. And then like, um, yeah, so I'm still kind of trying to connect with them. Um, so like I will always like try doing nice things back for um, what I've been doing to them. And yeah, just like um, appreciate everything and just like be start being nice because um like everything like it's not gonna last forever like it's it's gonna end like in a long time but like it's not endless like there's a time it's gonna be gone well said well said well said I got one last question for you and then I'm gonna shoot it to mom so, right now, we have you in this state that's fighting this leukemia, right? But this is, this is a podcast that's going to forever be in the universe, right? And so, when you get well, right, when you're 100% good and you're playing soccer, professional soccer, and you're the big dog, you got all the girls all around you, you know what I mean? You're just doing your thing, you know what I mean? Your dad's looking at you, hating a little bit. No, <laughs> when you get well, I want you to tell, you're going to watch this, and tell, tell, tell yourself something right now that you will watch down the road. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you had, you're going to tell, am I making sense? Mm -hmm. You're going to tell, when you send beat this, you're going to send a message. Send a message. Tell something to yourself when, you're walk, when you watch this a few years down the road. What would you tell yourself? Like, maybe, like, um, that I'm super glad I started believing myself and that, like, I did what I did. You stayed strong. Yeah. You stayed strong. That I, like, stayed strong and I didn't let anything that I really didn't like stop me from um, my treatment and I'm basically kind of like that but like I can't really explain but some, maybe something like that look in that camera right now and say Damien you did it Damien you did it you did it because you're going to survive this. You're going to get through this. Yes, and you're well spoken. And, and I believe that you have the strength within yourself to get through this. It's not going to be fun, as you know. Right? It's not going to be fun. No war, no battle is fun. You know? But 
I think you have the strength to get through this, and I know you have the strength to get through this. Thank you so much. I want to take it to mom right now. Mom, what would you like to uh, end this with? Is there anything you'd like to say any of this? I just want to say thank you for having us here. Like I said, God did tell me to be here. I told my husband, and he's right there. I told him, you know, I, I, I know we're going to make it, even though it's, it's looking impossible because, you know, all the discharge, um, you know, the platelets not coming in. I said, but God is telling me that, we, that we're going to be there. And even though we're going to be late, we're going to get there. Let's go. Love you guys. Thank you so much Thank for you. being here on, on Hoodstocks. Roche, thank you so much. We're out of here. Thank you, everybody. We're gone. Pray for Damien. Uh, GoFundMe is going to be in the description. Um, Team Damien is on the GoFundMe, correct? Yes.